Live. Live on. Live on set. And welcome to episode 86 of Live on Set. Live on Set, the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television with my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Last week for episode 85, The Bounce House was a certified hit. This week for episode 86 is part two of my conversation with my episode 85 guest, my friend Garrett Becker. Now, Garrett and I recorded this episode earlier in November, as this is now the first December episode, just to kind of hit the fast-forward button here. UCF did make the AAC championship, but lost yesterday to Tulane. But Garrett's Kansas City Chiefs have never been better. But episode 86 is all about Amazon's hit show, The Boys. Three seasons of The Boys is out to the world. We will get season four next year. The crazy thing is that the day before I'm recording this intro, two days before this episode comes out, the first boys spinoff, Gen V, just dropped its teaser trailer, which is also coming out next year. Amazon putting a lot of hype behind the boys. And I can honestly say, after going into this show blind, after so many friends of mine who have been on the show have recommended the show, I thoroughly enjoyed the boys So I had to have Garrett on because this is one of his favorite, if not his favorite show. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear this conversation, to talk about a show that I watch solely for the podcast, to have a conversation. And this episode is a hit in the making. So I hope you all enjoy episode 86 up in the air. The final part of my conversation with episode 85 guest, Garrett Becker. Have a great week, and as always, much love, but most importantly, enjoy the show. The super thing about this main segment, which will be in its entirety, episode 86 of Live on Set, is the show The Boys. And it it is a show that I can say that a lot of the credit I I do have, there's a couple of friends that have been on the show that have told me about watching the show for years. And I just kept, I was just like, you know, maybe like I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Because if I ever have any shows that are in the rotation that are still kind of current, and I got to work on some things. I don't want to start anything new, especially a show that was as, you know, hyped or recommended to me as the boys. But I had finished up some shows and I was looking for something new. And when I was trying to figure out when you could come on the show, I was like, what can I talk to Garrett about? I know we can talk, you know, UCF and she's like, what else could we do? And I said, if you're watching anything and you said, like, I'm good to talk about the boys. And I said, you know what? Let me lock this in and let me watch the show. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm ready to talk about anything you want to talk about when it comes to the show. I have a couple of questions and, and I just want to kind of see, you know, why yeah, you like absolutely. it and, and, and kind of like how you feel for the 24 episodes that we already have, but then also where you think the show is going. But I do want to just start off by saying this. Homelander is without a doubt one of the, if not the most unique character currently, you know, alive, active in pop culture when it comes to television. But more importantly, I think he is quite possibly the most ruthless character that potentially pop culture, definitely a modern, but potentially in, in our lifetime. 
he is the Patrick Mahomes of that show. He yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Anthony Starr, I think. I don't know if he hasn't. I don't. I don't really follow the award shows, but I don't think I've ever seen somebody portray the emotions that that character Homelander has to. You can just like the his face. You can tell what's going on behind it, and every scene that that Homelander is in, you have to pay attention because that yeah. character is so wonderfully written, and it's like. Oh, chef's kiss. I don't want to, we yeah. can delve deeper into it, but I absolutely agree with your sentiment. And Anthony Starr is so underrated. If, yeah. if, if you've not seen this, you absolutely have to just the acting level of him. He kind of acts circles around everybody else because yeah. he's just that fantastic. Yeah. I know that when I started the show, there were a number of uh, characters on the show that I had recognized from, from other like movies or television shows. But I know that going into it, whatever I would see like on the internet or just like gifts or tweets or memes or whatever, it would be of Homelander. So I knew the character's name going into the show and the actor who played him. But I honestly, truthfully, did not know a lot about the show at all. Like my yeah. cousin, one of my, one of my best friends, Connor, has been on the show multiple times, has been recommending it to me for a while. And then my cousin, uh, Brendan, who's been on this season as well, like that was his go-to when um, I know later in the episode when I asked you what you're looking the most forward to, he said on the show that he was looking forward to finishing up the boys, but then getting me to watch it so I could talk to him about it. Oh, and absolutely. I wanna, and I definitely want to thank you because I haven't had those conversations with him too. That's an interesting point you bring out how you you knew about the show and you knew who Homelander was because of all, all the social media and, and all the memes that come out of it. And yeah. I guess that's the situation, that's the, the world we live in now that we're kind of oh, dictated yeah. by the memes that we see. Yeah. But uh, the fact that he's that good of an actor that, he can portray so many different emotions and you can just, Oh yeah. Me, when me, when this happens and it's sure. just a clip of Homelander being Homelander because yeah. he just, he portrays whatever you're trying to describe like so unbelievably well. It's just, uh, I think he's the, one of the, my like quickly becoming my, one of my favorite actors, if not the favorite up there with the great Ewan McGregor. Hey, that's hey, I was, I literally listened to an episode of Smartless. Uh, it had come out a couple of months ago. It came out around the time that Obi-Wan had dropped on Disney Plus. And it was a great episode um, of uh, Smartless with Ian, uh, Ian McGregor. But with, with the boys, did you start it season one? Did you start it like when it was new or did you kind of I, find it along the way? No. So I didn't start watching it until season, th- I believe season three would already come out. It, that's what it, because I'd seen the uh, on Amazon Prime, I'd seen Watch Now. and. I'd yeah. heard about it and through the great, like people would tell me, Oh, did you see, like, did you see this? Like, Oh, this, this, this happened, blah, blah, blah. I was like, don't yeah. tell me I'm going to end up watching the show just because there's so many moments of this show that make you go, Oh, like goodness gracious. Yeah. But what I really, what I think really drew me to it once I started watching it, because it started like, you're like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then as Huey's holding his girlfriend's hands, and like you really don't understand what's going on, and then yeah. you see him holding. I was like, he's holding his girlfriend's hands because right. A Train just runs right through him. Right. I'm like, holy shit, that's the show that we're watching. Right. I was like, that was unbelievable. Like, yeah. And it's like, you got you got Vought, you know, like this mysterious like this overlord. Like, what are they doing? Like, right. I was just hooked. And I, on the flip side, I think I, I will give credit to the MCU. And what they've done but i believe i I was a little marvel fatigued over kind of like sure there's really only two stories that they tell it's either an origin story or like oh yeah like like ah, look there's this new guy right here's how he got his powers or 
look, all the guys that we've shown you how they got the Paris, here's them coming together. Right. It's like the two stories that MCU tells, which very profitable, won't knock them. Sure. They, they know what they do, and their formula is great. Yes. But it was just so refreshing to see something like the superhero genre, which has been done before, yeah. played out in such a different and unique way. And it felt like almost as if it was more real because you can relate more to the characters and the boys than you can to a morally perfect superhero in the MCU. 100%. And and I think that like visually watching the boys, I kind of got a little bit of just, I'm a, I, I am very big into like how TV shows and movies are shot down to like cameras and just how visuals and effects. And like, I'm very much into that. So mm-hmm. at the surface, just like in the audience, the background and like the cameras and how the boys is shot is kind of similar to like visuals, like the naked eye to like a DC film. Yeah. But I think it also on the Marvel side of how well they, the, the characters sort of mesh and, and the storyline is kind of maybe more fluid. It kind of like takes a little bit from both, but it's also so unique in its own right because the, the boys truly either the group that's in the seven, the corporate people within Vought that interact with the seven and kind of tell them, you know, with the except like when, except when they're not like, you know, actually after like actively fighting crime, their interactions with the seven, but then also you take butcher's crew and, and, and Huey and Frenchie and MM and all of them, right. They're God love it. Love MM. This show really does show the human aspect to you know maybe how flawed we are how funny we are how like every single person is different but then also mm-hmm. just like the risks there of, of, of everyday life but then also on top of it you know how it all comes together in like whatever they're trying to like what they stand for what they resemble like what they're trying to achieve yeah. and just the whole dynamic between it all is there's episodes where i'm laughing out loud there's episodes where i'm like yeah. potentially get emotional but then also it's like it's action packed, but going back to what you said about, you know, Huey standing there and then AJ just running through his ex, like his, I mean, his actual one, but like, yeah, it is technically <laughs> the woman, the woman in his life before Starlight. Yes. Um, uh, you know, that whole happening and uh, taking the words out of your mouth, like, okay, this is the kind of show this is going to be. Yeah. And that really sets with, the tone. With, with, within seconds, you know, like, you know, the, the store that Huey works in and then the girl comes in and you kind of find out very quickly that, he has a relationship with with the girl. Um, it's just so many like little things that are relatable, like you know, being at work and like trying to figure out, you know, how am I gonna ask for a raise? But then, oh, yeah. by the way, just showing life, like if it's not a thing or something could change, good, bad, ugly, when you walk right outside. Absolutely. And it's just um the show kind of like started off with a bang and it's been nothing but, you know, yeah. incredible since. And it's uh, I don't know how are we, how how deep are we going in here versus spoilers? Are we you just can do spoiler you can say whatever you want to say because okay. I know that this show is huge, and people can watch. This I, I'll just ask you what what was your what's your favorite like episode that that you had? Good question. The there's an episode where we find out a little bit more about like all, all of like the season premieres and the season finale, like a lot of the other shows. Oh, they've all, been fantastic. They're all great, yeah. right? They're all great. But there's an episode where, um, and I'm blanking on her name, but the 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 girl in uh, Butcher's crew that's really uh, close with Frenchie, 
Kimiko. Yeah, I yes. think. Okay, her. She, I she, think. Okay. She is quite possibly my favorite character on the show. It just depends really? on how I'm feeling each day. She's tremendous. I think she's one of the most valuable. You know, she's incredible. Yeah. But uh, the episode where she kind of finds out like a little bit more, maybe like her backstory, like interacts with her brother, like that episode is is one of the most action-packed ones. That's a really good one that was standing out. That is a great one, yeah. But I think one that kind of sets the tone for a lot of the core characters, what they stand for, what they truly believe in versus what the public persona might think of them is I think it's in season one where they have like that religious fair. And yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where Starlight. Starlight kind of at the end says all thing. And then like you kind of see a lot of things of like, yeah, Huey's hanging with the butcher crew, but he kind of makes a lot, takes a lot of risks and does all of these things to really show that he can like prove it and be reliable. Mm-hmm. And then like everyone you, you see kind of you're peeling back the layers a little bit of, of the characters at the core of like the beginning of the show. Yeah. And I think that's a pivotal episode to see kind of how people were the ones that are in the seven or the one that are in butcher's crew, like, you know, who they you know end up kind of being and you find, you learn like a lot about the people on the show. I think that's probably my yeah. favorite one so far. That is a good one. That is, yeah. I like that episode a lot. What about you? The uh, I got a few because there's there's just so many things in the show that that I think just really I'm like oh, like yes like that's the way that I did not expect it to happen but I'm very happy that it happened yeah. that way. I think um, when Homelander I believe it's the end of season one because you've been following his kind of sort of mother son relationship because Homelander was yeah kind of like a lab baby we don't like right coming in we didn't really understand like how he would be created at the time so but he's got this relationship with uh, madeline was her name yeah the uh pretty much the uh the hbic of uh, at the moment of uh and she's running the show she's a badass chick you're like in my brain i'm like she's too valuable she's got plot armor she's going through the show and when homelander finds out like that he has a son that and we'd find out that I think we find out later that it's it's Butcher's wife, right? And we're like, holy crap! Like, and yeah. then he, we're like, as we're like, holy crap! Like, this is a major breakthrough. Homelander snaps and loses it and just melts her brains out. Right. I was like, holy crap! I did not see that coming. Right. Like, absolutely. Like I said, every scene with Homelander, I think, is my favorite. Like, yeah. he he dictates the pace of the entire show because his character, like, pretty essentially Superman, nobody can stop him. He right. knows it. Right. It's like he he literally can do whatever he wants. Like you right. cannot stop him. Right. Like and that just having that sort of like ominous lording over every scene. Yeah. Is just like like all like even the characters kind of like feel how, like how the audience feels. It's like I don't want to say the wrong thing. Like right. oh, what's he gonna do? Right. Right. And I think that's just like just the character is so beautifully written and so beautifully portrayed, and the absolutely just fantastic. Yeah. And then. I think uh, when Maeve and Homelander are, I think we get our first taste of like how really heinous these these people are. Is when yeah. they're in the they're, they're in the plane and they're trying the to save, yeah. and Homelander accidentally blasts the avionics of the front of the plane, and now the plane's yeah. going down, and yeah. they just decide to abandon it. I yeah. was like, "Holy crap! What a yeah. like it's it was some, it was a lot of emotions whirlwinding in there." And, and the fact that, you know, Homelander can literally either to save the world or escape his problems, he can literally just, you know, physically just go, you yes. know, like, like you, like as a pilot, you know, you just go up in the air and you just <laughs> yeah. do, do your thing. Right. And I, that's definitely a, um, a recurring sort of like scene, especially for Maeve talking about how it affected her because 
they have the resources to, at a minimum, save as many lives as they could in that situation. But Homelander was like, look how this is going to look, look, look what, you know, just like basically banking on the fact that the people who are going to be on that plane that are not Ma- her, him and Maeve, they're going to die. And regardless if we've let them down in the next five or 10 minutes, like they're not going to survive. Like this is over. Yeah. And we're, we can, we can, we can literally leave and be completely fine. We cannot save the situation. We're leaving. We're, we're done. Yeah. With Which is and, insane. It's which, just like, he's, it's like, it you can see the logic to the right. But it's just ruthless. morally wrong. Right. That's right. Why he's so ruthless, right. and it's so interesting that, like, it's va- is like a business, and they're like almost like a social media business, yeah. and they're doing everything for the image of their their superheroes or their yeah. assets that they have, yeah. and it's just like all for the who's trending and who's not trending. It's like so like beautifully like kind of mm-hmm. comes together as like superhero big business corporate yeah. america it's really a big like like great commentary social commentary and then it gets even deeper into the divide of the the uh in season three where you see a kind of homelander kind of starts even now he starts to realize oh the public i can just be whatever i want like right. i don't have to bend towards fought and then right. that's a whole brilliant art because now he's got like it was the end of season three where he's he's freaking out there like people that he's got the protester in his mat like face yeah. and blows his head off and yeah. then they all start cheering they're like yeah, right. we love you we love right. you home right right and it's that that iconic scene of him like going all right, right. like right. starting to realize like it's it's like got me really excited for the next season because now it's like it's it's really cool to see kind of like how yeah. it mirrors like our, our like current state sure you know? no absolutely and i think that's a big like fans of the show, we have seen how ruthless I know I've said a couple of times now, but like how ruthless like Homelander can be at that last scene you see in season three where he's out there at that, like where he has, you know, his son with him, but then also the man that is with MM's wife. He's yeah. also there because he's a fan of oh, yeah. as well. And, you yeah. know, he, he just, you know, zaps that guy and then he has that, that, that iconic face and a meme that I kind of see. So I see that one and I see the movie theater one yeah. of, of Homelander. And, and <laughs> I, I, you know, we see Homelander as this person that goes through all these emotions and he's like ruthless and a leader and, and just, he definitely relies on, and you kind of see him struggle with like, you know, the, the girl that kind of took over for Madeline who is talking about she's more like PR, like here are your numbers, this is what you're doing. So he knows yeah. in the back of his mind like what plays well and what it, what doesn't. But like you said, when he gets to that point of like I can do whatever I want now, what he did at the end of season three and showing that he is just taking it to the next level of like, I don't yeah. really give a shit what people think about now, me. Like, the moment. only person that could stop him was this was Soldier Boy, which I still can't right. think of. I can't say Soldier Boy without thinking of of the music that soldier boy yes yeah, so hilarious name that that's just by itself is I thought global phenomenon but... soldier boy right My, yeah, minor spell, spelling difference between the character on the show and the musician that very you know, very comical that, that was his name right, right. but it, also that's such a great like uh, finding out that that was like soldier boy that's his spawn is, like that's right. amazing like right and then it's hilarious to see he's finally got this what he's been longing for this entire time because he's Homeland has shown that he's had this lack of parental figure in his life and he finally gets it and then the guy's like you're fucking pathetic right like you, <laughs> yeah. you big pussy like, right right and right, I right. was like wow what the hell so then so then he can't believe it but then also now all the things that have happened with 
you know, his biological son, who obviously Butcher has a relationship with, you know, the mother of, of, of you know, Homelander's child also being, you know, the, the wife of Butcher and the, that, all, that whole, you know, yeah. storyline, which is like integral great to the show. as well. Like Butcher, Butcher itself is a fantastic guy. Carl Urban does a fantastic job. Incredible. I, 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 Incredible. Yeah, it's absolute. And he really, at the end of season three with Homelander and then his son, what path is his son going to go down? Because he's seen so many things. He's, you know, made decisions, whether it was an accident or not. Is he going to go down this path? Is, is this going to be like a mini me, if you will, of Homelander? Because yeah. they're having two of them, you know, and, and what he can, you know, obviously become is is scary. Yeah, I know, especially the way he absolutely just destroys Stormfront. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Like the kids, sure. the kids, like, it's just, they're so, like, like the whole Homelander line is like Soldier Boy, Homelander. It's like, yeah. they literally, like, oh, the only people that can stop them are, are each other. It's like yeah. insane to see. And that's like what I think is so great is to see kind of how the how everybody else has to deal yeah. with it, you know? Like Huey and and, and Butcher and, and Frenchie and M.M., it's just, it's, it's something to watch. The only issue I have with it is my only gripe with the show is how easily it seems to be to get into Vought Tower. I, that's like the only thing I have wrong. It's like they just get in there. Good I was point. Like, oh, okay, I Good guess. Point. I guess we're not wasting time because we've already seen their prowess and how they do things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Even like like it's great to see like the rise and fall of the superheroes that they even have in the show. Like like H Train like starting to get his heart palpitations and like. Yeah. Yeah, and then puts in wheelchairs his brother when he's trying to do the right thing, and, right. and like how he's struggling with his personal conflict of sure. do I just do this for the ratings? And he starts to become like, and then he starts to sell out. People start to hate him, and he goes back to what he's doing. And then the deep, the, the, that no, that's the next thing I wanted to bring up. You know, he probably I know he's he's got some 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 highs and some definitely some lows on the show so far three seasons in, but the the comedic aspect yeah. of the seven for me yeah. is definitely i get it from the deep like Absolutely. He, he's 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 funny i um, have to skip through every season that involves his gills i literally can't or not season scene like i cannot weird. watch anything look. to do with his guilt like it's just in the spot like it's yeah. just oh it's, i just can't look. look at it it's a weird and then they, that girl sticks her fingers in there i was like geez that's gotta stop that's gotta good. stop well, and, and then he shut it down too because he didn't want it which yeah is good, exactly which is good. stand just, it up for himself right yeah, no means no but that no means i don't want to see it either <laughs> it's like, what what is that's true what is your appreciation level for black noir black noir is an interesting character it's i you yeah. would have never thought that his uh I guess his origin story would go back that far. Like, you right. know, he was there, the original, he was a soldier boy, like, and it was so weird. Cause it would just be like, uh, yeah. And fuck everybody. How am I being the media? Fuck you. Except you. Yeah. You're doing great. Right. Right. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it was like, so it, I, it was. And then that whole situation where he's like, he's almost like just crazy. And he's having all those cartoon visions yeah. of like his past and everything. It was just, uh, I really didn't resonate with Black Noir as much as I did with all the other characters because I was just like, what? This is, I mean, I get the point that, yeah, he's kind of the connection bridge between the old and the new seven. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't really make sense to me why he's so loyal when all he's done is pretty much become a, like a, almost like a, for lack of a better term, just like pet to Vought. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Because I, as as we find more and more about like the, the members of the seven, that's an interesting storyline because like, I don't even know how old home you would say Homelander is. 
Yeah, I don't. I think they've kind of like hinted. Like I would say, like mid thirties. Mid thirties. So then, Black Noir is easily the oldest, right? Yeah, he's, but and, he doesn't look like it. He's, but he doesn't look it. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. Now, as we go into like this season, because I know, so we we there's three seasons of the of the show that are out. So I watched them, you know, back to back to back. Whereas people who love the show from day one would have had to, you know, go through and wait a little bit. Yeah. So the worst part about a new show is when you have to find out, and like, you know, now, now you're just sitting there, you're at the whim of the creators, right? So I know we have a a fourth season that's coming, but I was talking to a friend of mine this week and or last week actually, and he said that the show he thinks is only going to go five seasons. I'm okay with a uh, uh, having a cap. I don't think it's great. To, I think the whatever the director or the creator, I know that the boys is a comic so there yeah. is source material i don't know how much of it is i've never read the comic the boys mm-hmm. um, but i do know a fun fact that the reason uh frenchie calls him petite huey is that little huey is his name in the comics Interesting. so that's why frenchie and it's just like and the i think her name is kimiko i really hope i'm getting the name right yeah that that's her name but the frenchie's uh female compa- companion mm is referred to as just the girl and yeah. there's like subtle nuances i know to the source material of, of the boys but i think whatever to, just to compare it to something like uh the witcher this is yep. just off the topic but they know we need eight seasons yeah this is what we need we're not just going to keep it going i'm okay with however they want to do it as mm-hmm. far as as long as they don't stretch it on longer than it needs to be and then like they get their they get their stuff together and yeah they they'll keep telling the stories that they've been telling and if they wrap up all of them at season four or season five, and it just is, it comes together as a beautiful like piece of media, I'm totally yeah. okay. It, and it's uh, like as a fan, you always want more, right? But I'd rather it be good and short than lengthy and okay. Good point. Good point. Now, for you, do you view The Boys as a show that you can easily like? The rewatchability is high, or did you just kind of go through each episode once, loved it? And moved on, or have have you gone back and rewatched the show at, like at all? I've rewatched. I'm. I've rewatched season one. I think that I honestly rewatch it just for the acting of Anthony Starr. I think he's that fantastic in the portrayal of emotions that it's. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge like fan of New Zealand actors, and I know he's from New Zealand. I believe. Uh, okay. The uh, I'm a huge Flight of the Conchords fan, and tremendous like Taika yes. Waititi, yes, Reese Darby, like, sure. and. Uh, but uh, I think that it's uh, it's really is something if you haven't seen it to just compare to how like just how to portray emotion with only facial expressions alone. Yep. As an actor, it's like oh you can go sad oh I'm sad or oh I'm angry, but it's just like the un- uncertainty and like you can tell like he's thinking he's conflicted like oh my god look at like yeah like, it's just phenomenal phenomenal acting. And, and he um, can he can do he can do a comedy if he wanted to. I mean, yeah, like, it's just he's so good. Yeah, it's it's something to see, and I definitely think it's rewatchable. Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna whenever this next season's coming out, I want to finish the rest of the seasons and just get yeah. just get primed up and ready, ready to go. It. And now uh, with the trying to think here, I like I definitely have some questions. I definitely want to know, and maybe you can exclude. Homelander, because I think he's the most memorable character. I would say Absolutely. overall, his he's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, we could, we could, yeah, I he's guess. But fantastic, like, yeah. But Kimiko, I like. I think Frenchie is great. There, there aren't a lot of characters that I dislike, 
and the ones that I dislike, I just flat out like I'm just not a fan at all. And it truthfully is really only one person. And the person plays the role well because that's the type of person that I can see like the the after that's playing the character does a great job because that's the what she needs to do. And it's the the PR girl that took over for Oh, Ashley. Yeah, yeah. I can't the one who's her. ripping her hair out and everything yes, and yes, stuff. Yes. Yeah. Can't stand her. Cannot stand her. Yeah. And I'm also not the biggest fan of Starlight's mom, but I understand why yeah. she plays that way. Also, you know, Simon Pegg being yeah, Simon dad, Pegg is, dad is he's great. great. But yeah. American accent. So it's yeah. a side of him that we've never seen before. So yeah. the the storyline that I thought going into season three that Huey was going to be going down, the whole political aspect of it, we kind of get bits and pieces even though that's kind of big part towards the end of season two. And then that part. Of oh yeah. Two. Oh yeah. The, the reveal like, that, that was pretty awesome yeah, too. That yeah. was a... I, I, I really truthfully, like I do, I like that whole scene early on. I didn't like a train because Huey is my guy. Yeah. Um, you love you like, you love Huey and you're like, man, a train should really apologize to him. Really but then you understand like AJ's got a train's got his own stuff. He's got, he's got going on, stuff. you know, it's like everybody's right. got their own problems and it's just funny to see how they just, they, they, they got their flaws, but then continue to try to like, just ignore them almost right. like so gonna, this person did a really bad thing but before i judge let me hear your story first like that's kind of like a good example of a train because you you like you find out kind of like what he he deals with and his his narrative is kind of changing a little bit because now you're kind of like rooting for him for the stuff that he's been going through but yeah the deep you kind of you've seen him you've seen him at the top yeah. You watch the fall and you're kind of like, let's say, let's get it back to where it was, you know, right. like I were not back to where it was, but Good point. let's see you uh, learn from it and get to better. But it's like the boys is a show, man. Like I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Like it, they're just, it's, it's just that good. I mean, I do believe the boys, the group of the boys themselves, MM Frenchie, yeah. uh, Butcher and Huey kind of have a little bit of plot armor themselves, but yep. anything you... can happen. Do you think with the whole, because let's go with the characters first and then I got some questions. So not including Homelander, unless you have a character who's your favorite instead of them, but like who's your, like in your favorite, your favorite and your least favorite character for for the boys? I'd say my least favorite character would probably have to be Starlight, actually. Interesting, interesting. And I'd say that my favorite non- non-homelander character i would say has to be mm legend. i absolutely love mm absolute legend don't he like, personally makes me a better man and i don't yes, know it's, it's like right, you just right. you respect where he's coming from he's just a dad is trying to be the best dad he can be like yeah. you respect it yes it's like you know and i i would say mm or butcher is up to uh, my favorites because you do i do appreciate it Butcher kind of just great. progresses the show he's kind of the main conflict between uh Havat, because nobody's really challenging Vought except yeah. yeah he's kind of the driving force that kind of hold the, the glue that holds the boys together is, sure. is butcher he's, so i have to give credit where it was due yeah. i'd say starlight is my least favorite for the reason being of just how i actually don't even i i'm trying to like materialize my thought but i've always felt like i've more felt like her character and i probably just think it's the way the character's written but i felt like it's more annoying than helpful when they're she's trying to join and I've, i'm like not condoning like the, the terrible terrible things happen to right. the character sure like, absolutely awful but i'd say as the season progresses as when huey takes the serum 
and she's now all of a sudden mad. That yeah. doesn't really make sense to me in the sense of I understand where Huey's come from, and they do explain it, but it's like, you know, like he was doing what he needed to do to survive, and mm-hmm. and the character it's just their kind of their quarrel, yeah. and I guess it's as a, from a man's perspective, it's that's why I feel the way I do about it. But yeah. but yeah, I'd say. Yeah, probably. I'd say that's what I that's what I would go. I was gonna. I, I like when you kind of brought this theorem. So, like, I wanted to bring in compound compound B for the next kind of question I had for you because, you know, that sort of comes as like a resource that maybe the, the boys didn't know existed because yeah. you know. But now that the fact that's very much you know in and there's some side effects obviously that come with it, but that's obviously in the loop for uh, as you would have seen you know, uh, Butcher and, and Huey use to just help them in the situations that they get into. Um, but then also they are, you know, trying to find out truthfully what are the side effects from using it? Because as we, yeah. when we get into season three and we find out, you know, kind of from a life expectancy standpoint, you know, what the, the clock that's ticking for Butcher, but then also, you know, they tell them like either 15 or 18 months or whatever it is, right? they are in so many perilous situations that, yeah. you know, he might not even last a week. It just depends on, you know, you know what they're up to and what their mischief they're getting in. in, in. But, you yeah. know, how, the, how evil of a reveal was it that, that, that Vought had been injecting compound V into babies through their, the miracle network situation. I was like, wow, what a, it's, what an absolutely heinous thing to do as a, as a, as a company just for, and then the fact that they're, they're, the Kimiko was going to be at they're breeding terrorists so that they can then look better. Right. Like, I was it's, like, Holy crap. Like, it, wow. What a- it, it wasn't that big of a reveal for me in the sense of Madeline season one was trying desperately to get that Congress vote for them to implement the supers into the military. Yeah. yeah. Like there has to be some sort of creation or, 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 or something, but then with, how the seven market themselves and how there's they're in the news every day and they have movies and all these characters like what they resemble to how the kids in the world view them how the adults you know view them or do they truly you know like quote unquote like save like crime but then as the show goes on and you see kind of how these 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 like the supers kind of like what they stand for and who they are you know now it's i i think it's kind of being set up to i'm sure there will be supers that are either introduced to the storyline or supers that might not have been front row and center you know in season three you know mave is obviously has moved on black noir is gone i'm interested to see in addition to homelander's son and homelander yeah who from the crew is going to join homelander and kind of like you know pledge loyalty to him yeah. So that it's it's not just like, you know, the two of them are kind of the homeland are doing his own thing because I, I don't know what the end game here is because now Homelander doesn't really have a lot of, you know, loyalty to Vought for the stuff that he's seen and what he's like truthfully done. But then also like Butcher has one goal and it's to kill Homelander. Yeah. And it's really kind of interesting. It's like know, if that happens, how is happen. it based on uh, what we've seen now? Homelander and right. now his son now accepts right. him as his right. father, and like right. if, if Butcher kills him, and now he's sworn to protect the son, it's like that relationship. Right. I would imagine is right. going to be over, and it's a uh, it's just it's a great series of events that I can't wait to see unfold. It's got a, It's going to be it's going to be interesting because I think I'm curious to see. I think like you said, 
five seasons. I feel like it's got to be one or two more. I don't see yeah. how the story can keep going, even though it's so it's so great and so well written. Yeah, without feeling like it's dragged on, because you don't want it. You don't want it to start to be like, oh, by the way, you know, I like I would hate to see the show go in a direction of they're making this compound V, this tent V. Oh no, someone got a hold of it across the country who's an enemy to America. Now yeah. Homelander has to choose to be good and then fight against it. Just like randomly get a super powerful person out of nowhere and then yeah. have to fight him. I feel like it's like a cop out in a lot of these, especially like in the MCU would do it because they fight their local villain. Then they fight a bigger villain. Then they fight a, that's just like that. The bigger villain has been here the whole time, but we just sure. not known about it, you know? Right. Good point. It'll, it'll be interesting. Like, I'm, I, growing up, I was not a big comics person. So I don't know, like, with that kind of being the source material, like, what just is. Yeah, I have no idea. It's probably, the answer is probably already out there that I have. That's what I was thinking. That's what yeah. I was thinking. And, and that's kind of the way I like it. I don't like to spoil it, pre spoil no, it. No, just let it go. And, just and let I, me watch it as it was meant to come to me. Right. Um, with, I guess, my, one of my last questions I want to ask you is if, if, because we have three seasons, as, as we said a couple of times, but if it's only going to be season four and season five, there's going to be two more seasons and that's it. Where do you think if you had, what, what is the Garrett Becker prediction for um, what how you think the show is, is, is going to end? I feel like there's going to come a point where Homelander's son is going to have to choose between Butcher and Homelander mm-hmm. and have to kill one of them. Yeah, That just seems to where, to me, where the show is heading. Yeah. And I feel... I feel like Huey has to die at some point. Interesting. I don't know why. I just feel that way. And I've thought of another reason why I don't like, I think Starlight is my least favorite is because her powers are never defined. And I feel like they're entirely like, like random. Like what are like, there's just never like her eyes glow up. She draws power from electricity. Okay. But sometimes she doesn't draw power from like, that's like, I think that's probably another reason, but I think Huey's got to, Huey's has to, I feel like it, it makes sense to a character. One of the boys has to die. And I don't think it's in addition to Butcher being choose from between Homelander and. Well, and, and I'm, I, I asked the question because I think of like the, the hypothetical situations of, you know, Butcher obviously has developed this leader of the boys, but then also this father figure a little bit to Huey. And does, you know, with, with, but I, I don't want to get the, the Butcher potentially like, I can see Butcher like, sacrificing himself because of his bad health sacrificing yeah, himself for that. the boys but i also know that his his main thing is 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 homelander and 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 homelander's son mm-hmm. it would not surprise me if huey like you know dies trying to like save starlight if that whole you know relationship stays current you know through the entire yeah. season just through the entire series but i i want to see we, we have I'm pretty sure it's like Kimiko. I'm going to look up the name real quick because I, yeah. I, I don't want to keep saying I, I, really I have see. a prediction because I want to just kind of, you know, get it out there to see what your thoughts are. But Kimiko, all right, yeah. It okay. is Kim- Okay, I was okay. correct. Yeah, right. I just looked it up as well. So as we I was find- really worried. Okay, so, yeah. so like as we find out, you know, because her powers are very unique, is there something that she can do with the mind if she can kind of have one-on-one time with 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 Homelander's son, maybe to kind of, I'm not sure if she has the powers to kind of like show like memories from the past to kind of prove to 
Homelander's son, that butcher comes from a good place because Homelander having that relationship, that nurture relationship that was forced at the beginning, but then is legitimate, you know, now based yeah. because his son, you know, views him as like the way, the truth and the life, like it will be, it's going to be difficult for them to, you know, convince him that, you know, Homelander is, is, is ruthless. Um, and that, and that, you know, butcher, you know, is coming from, from a place of like uh, good or a place of love, but the more and more I think about it, I'm worried that Frenchie, it might, might die. Someone has got to die from the show. I, I, yeah. I feel like it's got to be one of them. Yeah. And it, I guess Frenchie's kind of arc is, if you would say, his arc doesn't really have it much more to develop. Yeah. Um, I feel like Kimiki's still got to show us a little bit more. I feel like MM still got his arc with his, with his daughter and the, the stepfather who's now a Homelander fanatic taking his daughter and like, not yeah. uh, blatantly dis this like not listening to Eminem's wishes yeah. with his daughter with the stepdad, yeah. And um, and I feel like I need to know more about um, Mister was it Edgar the Luis Despacito? Yeah, no. So we need we need to find a little bit more about him because obviously you know him being the actor technically I guess would have outranked Madeline but wouldn't have been yes he's Mister as... Edgar at the top floor like yeah. they don't want it like he's that calls the shots but I feel like if as the supreme like high up i i mean i don't know if there's anybody higher than him but i feel like at uh i feel like he would have to have some sort of stipulation in place to protect himself other than just being a normal guy that we he appears to be i feel i was waiting for the seasons where homelander was just going to throw him through a wall and we were going to see him go yeah. crazy or something but yeah. it never happened but i the head pop and chick could pop his head at any moment like it's yeah it, it's not like it's that that kind of threw me for a loop for a second how they kind of ended towards season two because i was like oh my god yeah i was like at and this she, point her I'm eyes like, are all you know, white and stuff. right i'm like you know who's got some sort of power you know and i don't know i just think granted it's only like eight episodes for each season and growing up we would have had sh shows that would have been like at a minimum like 12 you know episodes a season kind of yeah. thing or even more but not like the extreme like sitcoms where it'd be like 20 episodes a season kind of thing but you know we have three seasons in we've been able to see a little bit of just like each character a little bit of their backstories who's got families who don't what they stand for you know what kind of people that they are but then also i think it's also easy just because we've are we've seen enough to predict or kind of pinpoint okay i can see this person i can see this person in the seven or i can yeah. see this this person within the boys i can see them dying for a specific person or a specific mm -hmm. reason yeah um, it's because they've built that they've built up these relationships over the three seasons it's just nice to see like yeah I, but at the end of the day like i they built the entire relationship of homelander madeline seemed to be pretty like but one one wrong move and yeah. it all fizzles away like I, yeah. that's what i like about it is because i can speculate wildly all i want but yeah end of the day i still like i'm just i have no idea what's gonna happen to be what i would like to happen i don't even know what i would like to happen because i'm just enjoying it for what it is you know yeah i <laughs> yeah. i i think it wouldn't surprise me if we got to get more political stuff with within this season yeah i think that there i know that fans of the show didn't like that it got political ish in mm -hmm. the 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 season three and yeah. i know the director came out and said i don't care 
this is what we're doing and it's like that's the kind of the thing that they've shown i think the directors are not afraid to just put what they want to put yeah try almost it feels like they're trying to find where the boundary is and then see how far they can go because like that yeah. hero gasm episode was a whole lot the that was gonna say they, that was one of the they ones impale, that's memorable they, one as well. they impale the whale it's just <laughs> like they got that scene it's like oh look the deep is gonna stop them and they right. just drive right through the fucking whale i was like <laughs> holy crap i was like just gruesome just like absolute guts everywhere the the relationship with the 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 creatures in the water and, and oh, li- literally the in the too. deep with the deep is just oh. <laughs> so good it's so good oh it's like every time um, the deep tries to do something good it just backfires on it too it's, it's crazy just like, it's, it's crazy for the comedic moments of the the seven absolutely sure. agree on that one sure. um but, uh, with with that being said i know there's so many things that you know we we've talked about i know like the boys is obviously like a very popular show. I know mm-hmm. that it's something that, you know, f- for the importance to say it for the, for our conversation today, for the listeners of live and stuff to hear, but then also just to truthfully mean the words that I'm saying, like the boys is one of the, if not the number one show that I am the most excited about for seeing what's going to come next. Yeah. Uh, because not just because of how recently I've watched the show, but because of everything that my friends have told me in passing or my cousin had told me or what we talked about today being able to put you in the mix of the people that i can talk to the show about because not one person who told me to watch the show did i think oh what whatever they like i don't enjoy what they like or i don't if i think their opinion is stupid or whatever or they say yeah. things where i just don't even even believe them to begin with it was yeah. all positive and hyped up from the start yeah and and it was truthfully like it even if going back and when we put this episode out and it kicks off December for the listeners of live on set, I, from maybe how I'm describing things or trying to articulate or meaning things, I kind of all over the place because the show is so new to me and all over the place because I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I love the cast, but I'm excited for what's next. And I think that maybe when this show, when we get kind of, you know, more and more, um, we'll be able to kind of have yeah i believe more, yeah it's uh, it's a breath of fresh air in a in a world stay like kind of just oversaturated with morale morally good superheroes yeah but it's so much more than just a superheroes gone bad show it's yeah. got so many layers so many like intertwined connecting stories so many yeah. twists so many turns so many surprises it's just fantastically uh well done love it no definitely i, I know we talked to this earlier i know we were zooming a little bit before we started but how i end since this is the first time i'm asking you this question but i would have asked this question you know 80 you know plus times so far <laughs> to the guests that i've been on so far but here this has been a tremendous episode i can honestly tell you it's been one of my favorites it was oh, definitely the longest i'm glad to be here <laughs> oh my god great i i know this is definitely the longest one-on-one conversation that we've ever had for as long as we've we've known each other oh yeah absolutely but with that being said, like I said, this has been uh, tremendous, and thank you for coming on. But uh, before I close this out, anything you're looking forward to in the world, anything pop culture related, anything not pop culture related, tell the listeners of Live on Set uh, what you're looking forward to the most here. Uh, uh, I got a. It's a lot to be excited for. It's almost it's November. This episode will come out after Thanksgiving, so yep. give thanks to everything. I will have given thanks. I'm excited for UCF in a New Year's Six Bowl. Chief Super Bowl and back to earth. Uh, 
really just uh, a lot of spending holidays with my family. This yeah. loved ones. This is a, we're coming in a time where it's the weather's getting nice and cool. Well, some people we're in Florida, so yeah. nice and cool for us. Frigid yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. Um, just the holidays, I and mean, we got a lot of uh, you know, me and my wife, uh, Lauren. We got some uh, upcoming weddings. There's some uh, nice. family getting married, uh, friends getting married. It's just a beautiful time. And then Lauren and I's second anniversary coming up. Whoa. Can't believe it's already been two years. It just Crazy. feels like don't blink, life goes by yeah, fast. Absolutely. But at the same time, like enjoy it while we have it. But just yeah. mainly, just been like I'm just excited uh, for time with uh, the loved ones and friends and family and. The new year's coming around, right around the corner. It's 2022. It feels like, it still feels like 2020 to me. I mean, COVID just messed everything, my time clock up, but For it's, sure. we're already, uh, it's getting crazy time. It's, it's, uh, good. And then I guess pop culture wise, I think the next season of the boys obviously be something good to look forward to. And then, uh, Peaky Blinders, the movie's kind of been out. That's a good yep. one I'm looking forward to. The movie, I believe, Last Kingdom's got a movie coming out. So mm-hmm. there's, but yeah that's that's it. it and i guess i'm more lo- also looking forward to the triple digit episode of live on set podcast yeah we'll see no it's this has been a wild ride and, and this has been a, a a great time you know talking with you garrett for, for these two episodes here but that is a wrap on both episode and episode 86 i'm gonna have to figure out a way to chop this up and do it, I've done it before. work your magic work your magic it, it with, with the audio file that comes from zoom and what garage band will you know chew up and we'll see what comes out the other end uh it'll be great but no thanks so much garrett for coming on the show yeah um, happy to be here thanks for having me thank you but that's a wrap guys thanks so much for listening to live on set live on set the weekly pop culture podcast where I'm talking film, music, sports, television, my friends, family, and people I meet along the way. Thanks again to not one, but two straight weeks of episodes with Garrett. We will see you next week for episode 87 of Live On Set. Have a great week, and as always, much love.